Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. That's now, real. are you, wait a minute, are you actually watching it as you're Yeah, yeah that it? was live. She missed a note there. She did. You're absolutely yes, right. She did. She missed it. a note. She missed a note, John. Sinking. Okay, so you think she went into a recording studio and missed, and missed a, note. a note to be to make it look more live? <laughs> right. In other words, I know I'll sing some wrong notes. Right. That way, people will think it's live. Yeah. No. Okay. No. That that uh, portion of the song brought to you by uh, Sharp and Flat. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Terry Bradshaw after the game did the uh, the the podium interviews, you know, with all the confetti and all that stuff flying around, and uh, talked to Pat Mahomes and uh, talked to uh, the owner of the Chiefs. The guy was Clark Hunt. Is that right. the owner? Yeah, uh, it's Gracie's dad, and uh, <laughs> that's how he's known now, Gracie's dad. Very much so. Uh, and also talked to Andy Reid. Now I want you to listen to this interview, John. Think about you in this spot. Tell okay. me where Terry may have gone wrong. Okay. Big guy. Let me get the big guy in here. Come on, waddle over here. <laughs> Congratulations, Andy. No. Uh, this had to be... Um, uh, uh, you've done this before. I remember in the 49ers Super Bowl, nothing until the fourth quarter. And this game, some, something similar. All of a sudden, your, your offense just started going. What was the difference? Well, I, I contributed that to the offensive line, Pat Mahomes. And the rest of the offensive players, they did a great job. Eric Bieniemy was tremendous down the stretch there, putting things together. And it was just uh, uh, by really by all the coaches, both sides of the ball. Well, like I want to congratulate you, and I know that you're getting up in years now, like me. And I just, I just know that it's got to be a time that where all these Super Bowls, you got to say to yourself, "Time to ride off into the sunset." That's not going to happen, is it? No, no. I'm going to enjoy this one right here. I'm going to okay. tell you, this is unbelievable. Talk. Uh, Philadelphia, you did a great job. It was a great game. But how about those cheese? That's what we're talking about. Have a cheeseburger on us and enjoy their Hawaiian shirt. I will. I will. That's Congratulations. Thank you. Now, Thank you. Andy Reid, first of all, he says, waddle over here. Secondly, yeah. he says, you're getting up in years. Are you ready to ride off into the sunset? And then finally, he says, have a cheeseburger on us. I mean, basically, Andy Reid went out there to get insulted by Terry Bradshaw. All right. So a few things to put this in context. Yeah. Andy Reid had mentioned before the game that this could be it. He didn't say it was, but that he had some decisions to make after the game. Right. So Terry had to ask him about that. He, he didn't need to say waddle. Did he say, I have to say, you're getting up there in years like well, me? Well, Andy Reid is 64 and Terry Bradshaw is 74. Right. It's They're, they're, contempor- they're not contemporaries necessarily. Right. They're a generation apart. 
Um, it, that interview didn't bother me as much as oh, it apparently on. bothered you. Waddle over here? Are you serious? Waddle over here? And the cheeseburger here. thing Andy Reid's been talking about all week, how I, that's his favorite thing to eat. But af- but you start with waddle over here and you end with the cheeseburgers on us. It just it feels like inappropriate. Bergman, did you th- are, are you as worked up about this waddle as Mason over is? Here. I am not. Waddle over here. I mean, they're obviously friends. Like, this is something where they've talked amongst each other. They Waddle. Make, they probably make fun of each other, like all that stuff. He just put waddle. it on the air. Waddle. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you get around the waddle thing. Waddle. But the waddle, the other, but still, like, they're the friends. The questions were fine. Say to somebody heavy to waddle over. Seriously. I'm trying I mean, to think who heavy. I could say it to tonight. They're, bo- they're both, I mean, like, Terry Bradshaw's not <laughs> thin. No, and by the way, and that's the <laughs> other thing. Terry Bradshaw's not thin at all. Are you going to say waddle on your po- on the I'm trying to think of a guy, but we don't have any you fat have guys no with us. on your yeah, team. No. That's the problem. Everybody's really skinny. Yeah. I, I just, Not a lot of I fat just basketball think, players. I, I, if I'm Andy Reid, I'm Or like, announcers. If I'm Andy Reid, I think I'm having a moment. In front of us. What's that? <laughs> what? Uh, what? Well, I didn't. I missed oh, that. Oh, that's fine then. Oh, okay. Somebody out there got it. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> yeah. I, I just don't think. It, some, I saw a tweet from somebody who said Terry Bradshaw is basically Fred Willard in Best in Show at this point. Just saying whatever comes to mind. If that's true, don't ever fire Terry Bradshaw. Whatever comes to mind. Uh, so I saw a tweet. Actually, this is an interesting tweet, too. Uh, I saw a tweet saying you've got to get past asking what does this mean to you. There were a lot of what does this mean to you's after the game with principal players in it. Uh, John, is what does this mean to you a good question? It's not a bad question. It depends how you ask it. Um, You know, you would hopefully provide some context. Like in the case of Andy Reid, you might say, um, Andy, this is your second Super Bowl. Does this one mean more to you that it came against the Eagles, your former team? Yes or no question. um, But, I mean, you can get them to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. It's tr- um, it's tricky. What does this mean to you? Is such a generic punt of a question. Depends how you ask it, I guess. Um, it, it you know guys that at the end of their careers that are like who was it that I just saw like today? Andy Reid apparently. Well, if he comes out and retires, then Terry Bradshaw's questions weren't that bad. But it doesn't sound like he's gonna. No, it does not sound like he's gonna. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't think uh, again. People are easily offended. No, I just, I'm not offended. I just think it's rude. Well, you were offended by Bradshaw's line of question. I just think it's rude. Yeah. I I, I mean, I'm not a fan. I'm not saying Terry Bradshaw should be this or that or take into it. I mean, I honestly, I just think if I was Andy Reid, I'd be like, screw you, waddle over here. I just won the freaking Super Bowl. (laughs) Waddle over here. That is rough. All right, so let's do some Lakers. Uh, the Lakers uh, made uh, a bunch of moves while I was gone. By the way, uh, uh, unfortunately, family emergency, I was not able to be here for trade deadline day, uh, which was probably the most eventful trade deadline day the Lakers have had in a really long time, John. Maybe ever. Uh, they brought in six new guys, if you include Hachimura, six new guys in the span of 10 days. Yep. And... At least, I mean, it's a small sample size, but at least on Saturday night, this is a better team than they had before the trade deadline. Um, That was a game that they would have lost, and guys like Jared Vanderbilt and D'Angelo Russell played really well, and they were able to hold off the Warriors. I'm anxious to see if they can do it again tonight. LeBron's going to play again tonight, so Anthony Davis is going to be the main weapon, but last time we played here, AD didn't play, and LeBron went off. 
So they're going to have to come up with with a different way to win than they did the last time. I, I, I don't know. Makes what I'm, I'm sensing. I hope I'm wrong because I want to see him get to the six. But I think they're heading for the play-in tournament. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think the play-in tournament is more likely easily by than the uh, than the six seed. They got to make up some ground. They're they're only two out of the ten. So. I think the play-in tournament is the most likely scenario. I, I don't know. I, there's there's an element of science experiment to this. We basically turned over a third of our roster, and you can say, hey, they're they're better players than we had, all that stuff. But it still takes time for guys to learn to play together, does it not? Yeah, and that's what the that's the game now. That's the race. Can these guys figure out? some type of chemistry while they only have 25 games left and they're in 13th place. So, But the good news is, if you're a Laker fan, and the reason why I think they're going to the play-in tournament, is most of the teams that are right in front of them, they have one or two games left. Right. Um, they don't have a lot of games left in the East. Uh, we played Chicago a couple of times. I think there may be one more. But all the rest are against Western opponents, a lot of them teams they need to pass. So if they can figure this out, um, they've got a great chance to get into the postseason. But so, uh, one, so far, so good after one game. So have you seen Rob Polinka talk about pre, uh, pre-agency? Yeah, here's what he means by that. All the guys they went out and got have flexibility in their contracts at the end of the year. In other words, they don't have to keep them. Right, here it is. LeBron is on the books. AD is on the books. Jared Vanderbilt is on the books for 4.7. Max Christie for 1.7. LA's got a team option on uh, Malik Beasley, 16.5. And then they've got decisions to make on D'Angelo Russell and Ruri Achimura and Austin Reeves and Lonnie Walker and Dennis Schroeder and all those guys. So those guys are basically Mace auditioning at this point. Yes. And that the Lakers can, you know, and I like the idea of putting younger faster, more athletic guys around LeBron and AD. Right now, um, everybody is tw- – all the guys who went out and got, all the six new players are 27 or uh, twenty-seven years old or younger. And the only guy who's 27 is Davon Reed, who may not figure in to their plans long-term. Um, he's a guy that's only played a few minutes this season at the end of the Denver bench. All the other guys are younger than that. So – uh, and, and I loved what I saw out of Vanderbilt after one game. D'Angelo yeah. Russell looked great. Um, Malik Beasley didn't make his shots, but he's a good three-point shooter, which is what they need. Um, I think they've got a real chance. Uh, here's what Polinka says. If you really study the contracts of these five players, talking about the new guys that he brought in, we very intentionally planned these moves to provide optionality in July. Some of these players have team options, team-controlled years on their contract, which again gives us the ability to see how this last 26 games plays out. Uh, and how the potential postseason goes. And we can go into this offseason with a higher collection of data points. Well, that's fancy. A higher collection of data points and sort of real-time analysis, how the pieces fit and how these decisions have been made. So there's a little bit of what he says. Uh, he says it's exciting. They've got five young players, 26 and younger now, which is one thing they haven't done. And, by the way, they also have potentially, if this works – some continuity. The one thing that Rob Palenka has done every year is sort of cleaned house, gotten all new guys around LeBron and AD. These guys are potentially ones that are going to stick next year and beyond, potentially, if that's where the Lakers want to go with these guys individually. Right. And I think that when you're auditioning for your next contract, you tend to focus and play better. 
So I think guys like Hachimura and D'Angelo Russell have a vested interest in really going off here. So why do you think AD has been so bad? Jed, it, he, remember, he was playing the best basketball of his career two months ago. Yes. Um, and he's just got to get back to that. I, I think, and I take a little bit of an exception by you saying, why is he playing so bad? Without his defense, they lose to Golden State on Saturday. Yeah, I, I don't he, disagree with that. I just think offensively he looks, he looks stymied. Off. And he's not yeah. looked good since LeBron's uh, record game. Right, but there's only been two games since then. So you're talking about two games straight. Well, he scored 13 against the Thunder, now, and then 23 against Milwaukee, and then 13 against Golden State. Right. Tonight will be an interesting test because no Yusuf Nurkic. He's out. Oh, yeah. So they're going to have to play backups um, at at center, and I think AD has a chance to have a 30-point game tonight with no LeBron especially. Let's see how he does. But I'm not um, – you know, a lot of people were – uh, down on AD because of his reaction to LeBron's championship. Yeah, I'm down this. on AD because of his reaction to LeBron. I know they've said, oh, we, we, we worked it out and all that stuff. It's still a very weird reaction. Right. And I, But I think there is something to, hey, we were losing to New Orleans, and I'm sick of losing. I like that part of it. But still, to be the only guy in the entire arena not yeah, standing Yeah, it was a bad, was was a bad look. But I, I think he, he now knows that he's got to pick it up, so let's see how he does tonight. Uh, one other thing I wanted to hit here before we go to break. Um, LeBron James, some people are saying that his ankle injury, this is uh, clutch points, um, says, I was told LeBron is severely struggling with that foot injury he has. Uh, it gets to points where it just gets unbearable, and he tries to play through it the way it was explained to him. So that injury is something that, potentially is going to linger he's not playing tonight that but that's potentially something he's going to have to deal with during during the rest of the season right well i'm speculating here but i'm just thinking out loud so he doesn't play tonight Mm -hmm. we only have one more game before the all-star break on wednesday against new orleans okay so logic would dictate you sit him there and then you buy him a whole week now would he wouldn't be able to play in the all-star game and he's one of the captains that's okay but he could go pick the team you know show up you know, same thing that I'm sure Zion and Steph are going to do. Um, you know, show up, wave, and that's it. Um, and then come back with a full week's rest. I think because I'm with you. I think that that is a lingering issue, his foot. And um, and the more rest he can give it, the better. So I think that's what they're trying to do here. I don't know that for a fact. I mean, he may announce he's playing uh, Wednesday against New Orleans. He's feeling better, and he's playing. I'm not sure. But I'm thinking if this is something that requires him staying off it, you can buy him what's going to turn out to be almost two weeks here if you don't play him tonight. And, you, and, and we already know he's not playing tonight if you don't play him Wednesday. Uh, yeah, exactly. So we'll, we'll uh, keep an eye on that again. we got Portland and the Lakers coming up for you a little bit later on. John and Michael with a call for you. Um, and uh, I want to mention, uh, we'll come back. I want to talk some Patrick Mahomes coming up next. Okay. Uh, Patrick Mahomes uh, wins his second Super Bowl in four years yesterday uh, and has been to three of the last four Super Bowls. We'll get into that uh, coming up next for you. And don't forget, it is a Bud Light Reaction Monday on 710 ESPN, reacting to everything that went down on Super Bowl Sunday, presented by Bud Light. Make Bud Light your game day beer. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Got to be 21 or older. Please enjoy responsibly. Mesa in Ireland, 710 ESPN. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. 
Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hey, Pickleball Madness is coming up. You can sign up at ESPNLA.com to reserve a seat to watch the competition, including me versus... Well, I don't know who. I don't even have a teammate at this point. I thought you have uh, Pappy, Cappy's Pappy. No, Cappy's Pappy Torres Labrum. Oh, no. what? When yeah. did that happen? Uh, just, just happened. I just got word last week. Torres Labrum, oh. so he is out. Cappy's Pappy. Now I don't have a partner for uh, pickleball. You should get Demarco or Kirk. They're already teamed up together. Oh, that team's gonna win. Yeah, that team is gonna be very, very good. Um, yeah. So I don't know. What do you think? Should I? You can go to a, Momo. You, you can go to Matt go. Burke. He'd be good. Matt Burke is with us with Morales. Uh, oh. Matt Burke is with Morales. Boy, yeah. Morales played that right, huh? Yeah. yeah Matt he did. Burke is an athlete. Uh, you can go to Ron Mitchell, although he might already be with somebody. He Ron, plays every day. Yeah, I know Ron Mitchell, our sales guy, who's actually you, my relief Mace. pitcher at the seven ten All Star game, was fantastic. You should bring in a ringer. I'm telling you, Cappy's Ron, Pappy was. Yeah, Cappy's Pappy was. Ron Mitchell might be a ringer from our. No, what I'm staff. saying, get somebody who's like really good at pickleball and give him a one day contract. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, ringer. Get uh, O'Shea. Actually, I already asked him. He said no. Right. Yeah, no, O'Shea. <laughs> O'Shea was like no. It's like bro. Gregory. Gregory. Is what he said. (laughs) Gregory. Bro. All right. So the uh, Super Bowl yesterday, it was another great day for Patrick Mahomes. Unbelievable second half. They scored on every possession in the second half. Uh, They allowed no sacks. They, uh, let's see, no penalties in the second half against Kansas City. And Patrick Mahomes was unbelievable. Now, a lot of people are saying, hey, uh, Tom Brady, look out. He's coming for you. Seven Super Bowls. I think it is so unlikely that he gets to seven Super Bowls. What do you think? Hmm. In his conference. He's been to three, so he would need to go to four more. In his conference with Joe Burrow, with Josh Allen, with I conceivably I think he's Justin got a shot. Herbert. You think he does? Yeah. I think he's the best quarterback in the NFL. I, I don't think there's any question about that in my mind. But I, um, but I also think that it is a crapshoot once you get to the playoffs. And Burrow beat him last year. He's beatable. You can, you can beat yeah. him. And all the, good conf- all the good quarterbacks are going to be in the AFC. Like, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be with the Raiders. I would look at the NFC and he's, say— he's Probably Raiders or Jets. Either way, he's going to the other conference. Yeah, I would yeah. say, if you look at the NFC, Matthew Stafford might be the second-best quarterback in the NFC after Jalen Hurts. But what— 
You mean if Aaron Rodgers goes to the if other Aaron, conference? Yeah, I'm assuming he's gone to the other conference. If Aaron Rodgers is gone, isn't Matthew Stafford like the second best quarterback in that group? It's either Matthew Stafford or Jared Goff from looking um, at things. Well, it can't be Jared Goff. Jared Goff um, had a spectacular season. Yeah, I. that's a good question. He There, there, there aren't a lot of... All right, he's better than Dak. He's better than Daniel Jones. Yep. You already talked about Hurts. Um, better than Justin Fields. Yeah, he's better than Goff. Rogers, you're you're for this person. He's better than. I'd rather have him than Kirk Cousins. Yep. Um, I'd rather have him than now. Brady's out. Yeah. Yeah, you might be right. How about Brock Purdy? Is he better than Brock Purdy? Uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think I think Matthew Stafford ranks right behind Jalen Hurts at number two. How about that? Rams at thirty three to one. Now, I like of course, that. if you added the AFC, he drops to like number eight. Yeah, no, he's not right in, in the AFC. He wouldn't rank, but in the NFC, there's been a quarterback. There's been a, a drain of talent. And I'll be honest, I look at, you know, I I look at Patrick Mahomes and I think of Caleb Williams, and part of me thinks, oh man, whoever gets Caleb Williams is going to get one of those guys. And you almost need one of those guys, I think, to be competitive over. A decade, right? You need you need to have a Mahomes. You need to have a Burrow. You need to have a, a potentially a Herbert. I keep saying potentially a Herbert because I don't know if it's quite there yet for him. Do you think so? I was super high on him at the start of the season. I took him bef- uh, and, and I handed fantasy money to you because yep. I had the I had the first pick in that round and I took Herbert and left Mahomes for you. Yep, and I've regretted it ever since. Um, I'm not sure with Herbert. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure either. I'm not. Uh, but uh, Lamar Jackson is conceivably still in the AFC. I think he's going to wind up still with the yeah, Ravens, right? I do too. Yep. So I, I mean, I think that it's conceivable that Matthew Stafford is the second best quarterback in the NFC, which is good news for the Rams. But uh, do you think, John? Maybe you can answer. What, do you think that Mahomes can be like Brady, where he wins over the next 10, 15 years? And just blocks everybody. He's going to lose every once in a while. He's not going to right. get to the Super well, Bowl every great. year, right? He didn't yeah. he didn't win every year, but despite all the guys that he blocked, like Brady blocked guys like Roethlisberger who got two. He blocked um, he blocked what was it? Peyton. He, he blocked Peyton who got two. He blocked. So, but he, he but blocked, he blocked Eli, but he got two. Right. So he blocked a bunch of guys by because he was the best thing ever. Mahomes can't be the same type of guy. I don't think so. I don't think he's just. I don't. He's gonna I lose think, sometimes. I think Tom Brady is a once in a lifetime player. I don't think well, anybody remember, it's not is just gonna. Brady, it's Brady in a system with the best coach in the NFL, and part of this question has to do with Andy Reid. I mean, if Andy Reid leaves, the chances of Mahomes going to multiple Super Bowls goes way down. If Andy Reid stays for another, let's say, three years, I think he could go to two more Super Bowls, and then all of a sudden he's at five. You know, how many times does so, does Andy Reid need to shout out Eric Bieniemy till he gets an opportunity to be an NFL head coach? All right, I'm I mean, glad you brought, constantly I'm glad you bringing this up. him up. Yeah, I, I'm glad you brought this up. Here's the problem: it's like being um, Pat Riley's GM. Right. All right. Pat Riley is the president of the Miami Heat. Everyone who deals with the Heat knows he makes all the decisions. Now, there's somebody that has the title of GM. But that is just a title. Nobody, everybody knows Pat Riley's making all the decisions. Um, Eric Bieniemy is sitting behind Andy Reid, who has a reputation of being the best play caller maybe of our lifetime. So as long as Andy Reid's calling plays, Eric Bieniemy's not going to get credit. Okay, well, wait, me, hold on. Let me ask you something. You could say, okay, 
If Andy Reid is the best at calling plays, who's the second best? Probably McVay. Okay. Why have his offensive coordinators all gotten head coaching jobs? Kevin O'Connell, Matt LaFleur, Zach Taylor. all And we know it's McVay calling the plays, but his offensive coordinators, that, that success has been transferred. Why can it not be transferred in the case of Eric Bieniemy, who's obviously knows what's in the magic bag of tricks that Andy Reid carries around with him? It might... Maybe I'm being naive, but is it as simple as the enemy's black and all those guys you mentioned are white? Uh, or is that just a reckless accusation? But, I mean, look, you mentioned how many names did you mention? You mentioned Zach Taylor, never called plays. Now he's a head coach in Kevin Cincinnati, O'Connell's doing really well. Matt LaFleur, never called plays, is doing really well as the head coach in Green Bay. Kevin O'Connell, never called plays, doing yep. really well as the head coach in Minnesota. Um, all those guys didn't call plays, coached under McVay, and are white. The enemy's a black guy. I know I, we got a lot of friends that that would say the league has a problem hiring black head coaches. Sure. Maybe this is an example of it. Or am I just connecting dots that aren't there? What do you think? Um, I No, I think it's real. I mean, honestly, I think that's real. There is an old boys network, and uh, it, the the old boys tend to be white, and they tend to hire white guys. And I think Eric Bieniemy has not gotten a fair shake from the league. Yeah, say, Greg, say what you just said in my ear out loud. So you can say you can add Brian Byron Leftwich to that too. Yeah, who was in Tampa they, Bay. Didn't they fire him? Yep, they fired him. He was he was supposed to be a head coaching candidate the year before. They fired him after a rough year this year, and now he's in college. Yeah, it just seems odd. Uh, now, Dan Orlovsky, by the way, credited Bienemy for the success in that fourth quarter. Uh, said, uh, let's see, credit, how much credit Bienemy deserved? Kansas City Trail, Philadelphia, much game. Two almost identical touchdowns, one to Kadarius Toner, another to Sky Moore, put the Chiefs in control. That was apparently uh, Eric Bienemy's play call. You know, the other thing that may have something to do with it, but I would hope that people would look past things like this he had a checkered past when he was a student and a player at Colorado uh for a year I believe they banned him from campus um even though he was one of the big stars there in I believe it was the early 90s and since then he's kind of made up for all that trouble and you know been a successful assistant for a lot of years um including briefly at UCLA um but that could be following him around. I would like to think that people could outrun their pass if it's that many. Well, it's been know, how many years ago? 20 years? 30? Maybe? 30 years? Yeah. I mean, at some point, you got to. And there are still a couple of open jobs, but I don't know. And, and part of this is, right, he's in the playoffs deep every year, and a lot of teams want to get their their head coach right and before they actually get to the Super Bowl. Most of the jobs have been filled, right? Indianapolis is still open, I think. I think that may be the only job. Indianapolis and Arizona are the only two jobs that are unfilled right now. So the last, be- the, the last you know, Miami, she had trouble. The last incident where, where he had trouble was in 1998. He was arrested for a bar fight in 1998. I wonder if that's following him around. Oh, come on. It's 1998. Um, 1998. I can't imagine that's the reason. I can't imagine that's the reason. Apparently, um, in his lawsuit, Brian Flores mentions the enemy 15 times. Mm, yeah. So there might be something to it. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, poll 
you asked me to put up a poll. Yeah. Was so Rihanna lip syncing? Rihanna lip syncing. Yeah. Choices absolutely, or she was singing. Okay. How do you think it goes? 50 50. No. 70% of people think she was lip syncing. Wow. That is ridiculous. I would like to stick up for Riri right now. Yeah, you can try, but 70% of the people are against you. I'm standing up for Riri. <laughs> she was singing to a backing vocal, yeah. which is something every everybody, especially everybody who dances, does. They sing to a backing vocal. All right, tell me here. I'm just going to read you a list, a short list of things that happened to be enemy, and I'll give you when they happened, okay? okay? Yep. February of 98, arrested after a bar fight, charged with disorderly conduct and fighting in public, pleaded no contest. In 1990, eight years before that, pleaded no contest after shoving a firefighter. September of 93, Colorado police arrested the enemy, who was then in the NFL. He allegedly grabbed a female parking attendant by the neck and threatened her. April 2001, Colorado police arrested Bienemy on a DUI charge three months after he joined the UCLA football staff as a running back coach. He previously had his driver's license suspended for numerous violations. Bienemy was also linked to allegations that Colorado's football program used alcohol and sex to lure recruits. Oh, shocking. Um, That's never been done. ESPN reported in 2004 that the university discovered there were evidence of drug and alcohol being used to entice recruits, but no university officials were uh, guilty of misconduct. So he has that umbrella over him. Do you but think that's, that's 30 it? years ago? Yeah, the most recent it, was 2003, right? That's 27 years ago. Uh April 2001. 2001, 29 yeah. years ago. Uh 22, but well, um uh, nobody the, told me there would be math. Yeah. I I think if he's got 20 years of a clean slate that would be good enough for Absolutely, me. Absolutely, man. You got to give people a chance to Change but your way, especially when they're young. keeping them from getting one of these gigs. Yeah, it really is. All right, uh, coming up next for you, John, a bunch of movies advertised during the game. I want to see which ones you might be interested Excellent. in. Excellent. That is coming up next for you. Then we got What's Up, Fool, Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Tell you what, I make a mean guacamole. A mean guacamole. Did you make it yesterday? Oh, yeah. Who, who'd you watch a game with? Uh, just Juan. Juan okay. and Ron and Sophie. Juan and Ron and Sophie. Ron is the most polite little dog in the world. Excellent. He is so polite. He is so unlike Murphy the dog, your, your new dog. Uh, yeah, Murphy is a piece of work. Yeah. Uh, well, Murphy just got neutered on Friday. I feel so oh, bad for him. He's walking around with them cones. Ouch. 
how long do I got to leave that cone on? A few days at least, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, at least a few days. I don't know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Jorge's like, oh, yeah, man, a week? Yeah. No, no, uh, no, I don't think it's that long. I think it's like four days. And it, you just want to protect the dog from, like, tearing up the stitches. Exactly, exactly. Um, all right, so Ireland, there's a uh, – we're going to get to the uh, Super Bowl movies in a second, but uh, there was a premiere of the brand-new uh, PGA show called Full Swing last night. I did not get a chance to – Was it to, on Netflix? It was on Netflix. Oh, man, I've got to download that for the flight. It focuses on Jordan Spieth. And his win at the Heritage PGA Tour event in Hilton Head. Uh, and they do a masterful job, it says here, introducing us to the tempo of the show. Cuts between uh, behind-the-scenes shots of athletes hanging out and practicing together away from tournaments. Lots of scenes with the golfers, uh, golf personalities speaking directly to the camera, interspersed with training scenes like Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth getting yoked in the gym. Uh, good, I'll download it. I'll yeah. Check it out. Now, are you, now, Bergman, are you going to try that? No, I am not going to try okay. it. I, did, I barely watched any of the, uh, the, what was the one, Drive to Survive? F1 Drive to Survive. Yeah, it was fun, but it was just nothing that I'm really interested in, so golf is the same way. Yeah, it's hard, but it introduced us to a sport we didn't know, right? Sure. Drive to Survive did. It was done very well. I watched one episode of the tennis one I thought was good. Jorge, are you going to watch any of them? Uh, no, we started watching the first one, and we never went back to it. So No, never went back. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah I don't know if it's going to work for golf. It's inherently unexciting. It'll be good for the people that watch golf. Like yeah, John's going to love it. Watch golf, you'll love it. Yeah, I'm into it. I'm watching it. They, there was a. I, you sent this note. There was a streaker at the. Yep. Phoenix in a thong. Open right in a yeah. thong, and he ran like they couldn't catch him. And I wonder now if we're going to get that at Riv this week. Well, you know what you are going to get. What are, at the, Riv? what are the odds that there's going to be a streaker at Riv? I know. What, yeah, go ahead. Tiger. Tiger. Yeah. For the first time in 800 days. How about that? Is going to play in it and so. a streaker. I'm, yeah. call, I'm predicting a streaker. Money? You should put money on it. Mythical money on a streaker yeah. at Riv? Yeah. Oh, I'll even give you odds on that. No, what, what odds will you give me? 10 to 1. Okay. Totally worth it. Yeah. You should do it. Totally worth it. Yep. Give me, uh, give me 5K at 10 to 1 on a streaker at Riv. They will love it, by the way. Yep. Riv <laughs> is such a straight-laced place. They would love a streaker. All right. Uh, let's see. Okay. So the movies that were promoted during the Super Bowl. Always it's a big place to promote movies. And, John, I want to see what you have interest in. I've got the movies that were actually on the game. First of all, The Flash, starring Ezra Miller, who's gotten in all kinds of weird stuff, uh, but Michael Keaton as Batman. That was like one of the oh, most wow. talked Returning about back moments. to his original Batman. Now, would you be in on The Flash with Michael Keaton as Batman? Is, Batman. That a Mar- is that a Marvel movie, Bergman? No, that's a DC movie. DC, different universe. Different universe. The yeah, DC Probably universe. not. I'm not into those superhero movies, but uh, I like Michael Keaton. I'm Batman. So I might check it out. Yeah. How does the Michael Keaton one go? I'm Batman. <laughs> it's just a normal <laughs> voice. It's just normal yeah. voice. He goes down a little bit. I'm Batman. Yeah, that's probably close. That's pretty close. That's pretty close. That's your best one, actually. You thought that was a good yeah. one? Yeah. Now you just need, now you just need dark Batman. and brooding. That's the, that's the that's Vin Diesel. I'm Batman. Rain dropping. <laughs> Speaking of Vin Diesel, it's all about the family. Fast 10. All Everybody over is in this. Now, I have a question about Fast 10, and really yeah. it's Fast everything. X. Aren't they calling it Fast 10, or are they calling it Fast X as Roman numeral for 10? Yeah, for 10. Yeah, I think it's Fast 10. Okay. Um, soon... Kang, who's okay. been in a lot of these movies, yeah, gets killed in Tokyo Drift. 
How does he continue to appear in these movies after he was killed in Tokyo Drift? Nobody cares about Tokyo Drift. By the way, I said when we were bringing this up, I, during the pre-production meeting, as we call it, uh, I said, watch, Ireland's going to immediately go to Tokyo Drift. And sure enough, there you are. But for the I, wrong reason. I don't think the Fast and Furious recognizes Tokyo Drift as being part of the Fast and Furious universe. You know? So it's like that, uh, who was, what was his name, Mace? Uh, Patrick Duffy. Uh, he was he was in the shower. Correct. King was in, in the shower in Dallas. Yeah, exactly in the shower. Yeah, that's. I think that's how. But this one's got Charlize Theron. It's got Helen Mirren. It's got. I mean, it's got like everybody in it. And I think the cars are going to do some of the funniest stuff. Um, yeah, I'm all. I've seen. <laughs> I think every one of those fast movies, and oh, they're all good. They are so good. I especially love the one. Where it jumps from one skyscraper to the next. That's my favorite one. Yeah, well, that's the like reason I stopped watching two was because of that. Two skyscrapers zooms into the other one. I'm all about that. And then I'm all about Ludacris taking the car up into space uh, and attaching it to the International Space Station, <laughs> which is what happened in Fast Nine. I love that. Why can't you suspend your disbelief, Bergman? I can suspend disbelief just fine. I watch a lot of Marvel movies. But to be able to do that, that was just, it was too much. It, you lost me there. What was that, seven, John? Eight? Somewhere around there when yeah, they jumped from car. I think seven, eight, I think. Eight was skyscraper to skyscraper. Yeah, yeah, that's, that was it. Nine that was, it was International Space Station. Yeah, what no, is you. left? Fast and Furious goes to Mars. It only all started one, in a only garage. Only one way to find out. Yeah. See, okay, John, if it has a multiverse aspect in, in oh, 10, would you, lo- would you go out at that point? Multiverse? Like, it only exists... No, no, no. There's multi, There's like different universes that they go to in Fast X. So it's not just oh, the one I'm that out. we're in. And somehow they get to yeah, like a I'm different out. timeline. Yeah, no, he's out. He doesn't get the I'm multiverse. Out. Well, that's but that's where it. they have to go. Where else are they going to go? You yeah. went to space. Yeah. If they've if they've uh, if they've left You're going the to hell, Earth, I'm out. <laughs> All right, uh, Creed three. Great ad. Uh, Michael B. Jordan stars and directs. Jonathan Majors plays, I think, Michael B. Jordan's brother, and they end up fighting. And I think from the commercial, you can see that the championship fight might be a Dodger stadium. I thought that's yeah, what it looked I, like. I did, too. Um, and now, Creed three. the first two Creeds were great. Jorge, you're shaking your head no. Yeah, I haven't seen anything past Rocky one. What, what is uh, wrong they're with good. you? I've seen, yeah, I think I'm, I've I'm seen good. all of them. And um, I've never seen, I've never had a bad experience at a Rocky movie. Like I've never walked out of any of them thinking, well, that was a waste of time. Even like the dull one, Rocky Balboa, I still kind of right. like that one. So I think I'm in on Creed so you, Three. So Jorge, you never yeah. saw. If I can change, I've seen you the highlights. Can change, I've seen the highlights. Then we <laughs> all can change. You never saw that one? No, that was a great yeah. one. You didn't, didn't see him one. fight Drago. Uh uh-uh. uh You didn't uh, see him fight. I've Drago. seen the highlights, the memes, and all that stuff, but I. Uh-uh. I haven't sat through those, through those movies. Oh, they're great movies. Uh, Mr. Great movies. T? No. Yeah, Mr. T. Clover nah. Lang. Oh, Travis. That's, that's disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, there was a uh, promo. You won't like this, John, but Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is going to be a gigantic deal. I think it's coming out in August. The uh, first couple of Guardians movies were great, Bergman. The I, second one was meh. You but, thought it was meh? Yeah, eh. first one was great. First one was, oh, so you saw Ireland. the first one, John. Ireland. Yeah, I saw the original Guardians of the you Galaxy. You did not watch Guardians of the Galaxy, did you? Not start to finish. Well, then I don't think it counts if you don't watch yeah, start to finish. It does count. He watched it, yeah. I watched it while I was doing something else, and I thought it was uh, well done. I, I was... watched Women Talking this weekend, at least oh, no. the first 10 minutes of it. I was going to say, how long did you hang <laughs> I, for I got one? a I got a screener, and I put it on. What and... are they talking about? <sighs> Some some something to do with a cult or something. I, don't know. <laughs> I didn't hang in there long enough to watch the rest of it. And okay. then the uh, other movie I wanted to mention is Air. 
with Ben Affleck as Phil Knight and Matt Damon as Sonny Vaccaro, all about Michael Jordan and building the Jordan brand, which I think looks great. Yeah, I'm all over that movie. We used to know Sonny. He used to come in on uh, on Michael and Hartman's show oh, back yeah, in the day. Oh, yeah, sure did. Um, boy, Matt Damon looks nothing like Sonny Vaccaro, though. That's going to be hard since we know what Sonny looks like. Well, Ben Affleck doesn't exactly look like Phil Knight either. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, no, I, no, but Matt, I, uh, I don't think Ben Affleck plays Phil Knight, does he? Yeah, he does. He plays Phil Knight. Oh, okay. I and he's you, and Ben Affleck is directing it. Uh, I knew that. I didn't think. I thought Ben. Um, and the movie's called Air, right? Air, yeah. And Viola yeah. Davis, I think, plays Michael Jordan's mom, if I can interpret the the promo. Yeah, Ben Affleck as uh, Phil Knight, uh, Viola Davis as uh, Michael Jordan's mom, Matt Damon as Sonny Vaccaro, Jason Bateman as Rob Strasser. Uh, those are some of the cast. Boy, Marlon Wayans is playing George Raveling. Our oh, that's George interesting. George Raveling's in this movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, Chris Tucker is in this movie. I'm assuming in a non-comedic role. Yeah, I would th- I would think so. Howard White, whoever that is. But yeah, I'm excited for that movie. That's, uh, that's really a smart movie. I think Netflix funded that entire thing. All right, uh, coming up next for you, we are going to do some What's Up, Fool? Mason and Ireland, 710 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks, Chris. All right, so Giannis Antetokounmpo, I think I said that right, John, Antetokounmpo. Yeah, close enough. Yeah, you're Has filed trademarks. They are Stay Freaky, Freak Show, Unseen freaky hours and the E and the A in freaky are the numbers 34. So stay FR34KY essentially. How do you feel about these trademarks for Giannis? Smart. Somebody somebody is a smart businessman and they don't know which one of these things is going to pop. So they're trademarking all of them in case one of them does. I think he's got a good, whoever he's got as a business manager is doing a good job. Yeah. I mean, I think if you can get away with it, you should because you're a, you can create yourself a brand. Um, and there's a way. Did he trademark anything that's like unrealistic? No, it's just like, I don't know, unseen freaky hours. I don't know. Unseen freaky hours is weird. What is that exactly? I don't know. Unseen freaky Stay hours. freaky. Stay freaky. Okay. <laughs> I like that. I mean, that one, that one has multiple meanings. Unseen freaky hours, really, your imagination runs wild there. What the hell is going on freak, in unseen my freaky So, hours. I mean, it depends on what he wants to do post-NBA career. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's fine. I like it. I just The 34 is interesting and different to make up the E and the A. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know. 
What do you, uh, you if you were to trademark something, Bergman? What would you trademark? Oh, I don't have anything to you trade. Have nothing? I would trademark Bergman. Bergie. I don't believe Berg- you can trademark Bergie. Yeah, M- I, I, MPG. Oh, God. Oh! <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, that was the multi-platform Greg. Multi-platform yeah. Greg. Good Those luck with days. that. Yeah, I don't think it's going to work. What's up, fool? Hey, down on your phone. In my phone. <laughs> uh, by the way, someone said something really funny on Twitter. Uh, $8 Squalor said, if Jorge stopped after Rocky won, he never saw Rocky win a fight. That's right. You've never seen Rocky win. Wow. He, he does wins. go on to win Spoilers. some fights. Yes. <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> alert. Yeah. yeah. It's tell you this. He doesn't lose every week. <laughs> What's up, fool? All right. So I saw this article on Yahoo from a site called the Herald Weekly while prepping, and it was about worst foods by states. Okay. I figured California would be something weird like a kale smoothie or something, but no. What they did, it was the worst thing they possibly could. Let me read you the California description and tell me who I need to go to complain to because they ripped, I need ripped off the internet immediately. Okay. So, if you've ever been to the to an In-N-Out and had less than a good experience, does anybody actually have a good one? California natives will chalk this up to telling you that you ordered wrong. First of all, the only correct way to order, according to locals, is to request something that isn't listed on the menu. That place is nothing short of nasty, and the burger is apparently the best part of the meal. Even Californians are quick to confess that their fries are just above toxicity. I want this stricken off immediately. How do we get it off? So, Josh Hart who used to play for the Lakers and has uh, recently was traded from the Blazers to the Knicks, once uh, tweeted that uh, he doesn't like In-N-Out. Like, In-N-Out isn't any good to him, and he was fried and skewered for it. Uh, There are some people, it's a small group of people, but there are some people who don't like In-N-Out. Fortunately, it is a very small group. And I would say 99% of the people who have been to In-N-Out like it. So, Greg, I would let this one go. Yeah, great burgers. I'm not a big fan of the fries. I know some people love the fries. I, I do love not love the fries. the fries. Let me guess. Too potatoey. Too potatoey. Exactly. Yeah. They are fry. too potatoey. Yeah. They're made from potatoes. <laughs> yeah. I don't think the McDonald's ones are. <laughs> They're they made of, of grease and... No, no, they no, no, they're made of joy. salt. Grease and joy. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> salt. So uh, what do you think? Are you, is there, are you okay with this one, no. Mace? I, no. I mean, the first thing, when my mom and dad used to live back east, the first thing they wanted to do when they come to L.A. was go to In-N-Out Burger. A lot of people fly into LAX and immediately stop at that In-N-Out Burger that's right by LAX. So, no, they're not understanding what L.A. is all about by trashing In-N-Out Burger. What's up, fool? Okay, so how's the poll looking, Mace? The poll. Uh, the the poll right now is 70-30. She, she was lip syncing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so my question is, for next year, who do you think should be the performer at halftime? Well, I've been thinking for a while now it should be Taylor Swift, but she has now turned, yeah, it, down she, she turned it down multiple times. Right. So beyond Taylor Swift, my best idea is uh, we just got tickets for the Hollywood Bowl to see Janet Jackson. Uh-huh. Uh, Janet Jackson with JT in a reunion Ooh, show. I think that good. would be huge. John? Yeah, that's a great idea. And Timberlake's great. Yep. And uh, I don't know if you're going to top that. The only other way to go would be to um, get people, get icons who have done it before. You know, we've lost so many big names. Um, you know, we've lost Prince. We've lost Bowie. Yep. Uh, we've lost Tom Petty. All those guys played at the Super Bowl. Uh, I don't know if Bowie did. I know Petty did, and uh, Bowie Prince did not. Did. Yeah. Um, if you could get 
some of the legendary acts that have done it before, Rolling Stones, Paul McCartney, U2, and get them to all do like a reunion show together, kind of like you saw last year, Yeah, Mace, right. Then you're beyond to something, but you, you definitely get a lot of big names. You know, Diana Ross has been in the Super Bowl. Um, you know, you could conceivably do that, like get all the big names and bring them back all at once. But I like your idea of Janet Jackson and JT. That'd be great. So a lot of times they go by people that are already in from or from Vegas. And I just looked up. The only ones that I can see are the Killers. Oh, the Killers are from Vegas, mm. yeah. That would be a pretty may good one. Be well, may not oh, be big enough. It may not be big enough. You can uh, put together. I love the Killers. And then the other one was Panic at the Disco, but they just broke up. Oh, well, just the one it's guy? It's just one guy. But uh, <laughs> Panic at the Disco is one then guy. Then how did they break, break up, up with yourself? I am so the the panic all over the, the disco place. thing is not a real thing because Brandon what's his name is still Yuri. panic at the, Brandon Drury is still Yuri. Oh, I, I've got him. The guy that played for the Padres, Brandon <laughs> Brandon Drury. Drury. Uh, No, Brandon. He's he's panic at the disco. I, they didn't break up. Well, he there was a whole story like a two bunch weeks of ago. Instruments left. <laughs> well, yeah, that's I mean that's how you make a band. Yeah. All right. What's up, fool? <laughs> so tired of our, of being right about Panic at the Disco. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't think you're right. Uh, so Jesse <laughs> <laughs> Jesse Rogers of ESPN broke this earlier today. The MLB's Joint com- Competition Committee has voted unanimously to make the extra inning rule permanent for all regular season games. We all kind of like this rule and are fine with it, as, as long as I remember at least. But are you surprised that it, it was all unanimous and became permanent? No, it's smart. As long as they don't add it for the playoffs, for the regular season, it's perfect. I don't want to sit there for 14 innings in the regular season. So uh, putting a runner on second base to start extra innings during the regular season, Mason, that's the stipulation. Yep. During the playoffs, there will be no runner at second is is the absolute right decision. I am 100% in favor. I actually find when I hear that a game has gone to extra innings, I will switch to it on MLB Pass to go look at it because I think the it's a fascinating dynamic with the runner on second base and watching pitchers try to deal with that as they try to get through an inning. I, I'm I'm a big fan of it. So Eric Steven went and did some research on all of this, and he says a quick look at extra inning games. It includes double headers that lasted past seven innings um, the last few years. So 2018-2019, which was the old rule, 69% of games were done after 11, with 10% of those going 14-plus innings. Since 2020 and 2022, 92% have been done by two extra innings, and only 0.4%, two total games, went more than 13 innings. Yep, that's the way to go. Nobody wants to hang around for five hours at a baseball game. They're doing absolutely the right yeah, thing. Yeah, unless it's the playoffs, I think. Yeah, playoffs, all bets right are thing. off. What's that, uh, fool? All right, so last week I was talking about getting a dog walker, and I, yeah, I don't did get you home get late. I need someone to walk a dog. I had to go to a uh, an app called what is this app called actually? It's walk called my dog. Rover. It's called Rover. Oh yeah, Rover. I've used I used Rover before. Yeah, yeah. So so you like it? It works. I does. It does work. It's John. It's like the Soothe app that you use to get a massage therapist. Only right. you get a dog walker, babysitter, all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, and on they Rover. take pictures and uh, do all that stuff. Send right? them they, you the pictures yeah. afterwards. Yeah, I I use a service like that. So we all agree that ten bucks a day for the thirteen year old that was doing it was the right amount. And I said it was. Yeah. He wasn't available anymore. So right. when I went to this app, now it's going to be way more how much all of a sudden it's gonna be 30 dollars or more per day so that's 
you know, whatever yeah, that is. Yeah, you should still look for a kid. So is this too much, and what should my drop-dead price yeah, be? Yeah, whatever happened people? to the kid in the neighborhood who just wants well, he, to mow the would, grass for you? Well, or? I tried. It didn't, just didn't work out. Yeah. And so uh, I don't know any yeah, other I kids that are about looking, that age. I would keep <laughs> looking for a kid. Where are you, North Hollywood area? Yeah, North Hollywood, yeah. All right, yeah, keep looking for a kid. I think you could get away. 30 bucks a day is too much for a dog walker. That is, it that is, is a lot It's a lot, right? Yeah, that's 150 yeah. bucks a week. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. 600 bucks a month. That's yeah. Yeah, you that's can't too much money. I don't know. That's too big a too big a line in your budget yeah yeah yep. so right. I'd, so, I'd find some kid so what the should the drop dead price be ten. then 10 i think you can get 10 10 is, so day. 10 is the right number i'd go walk. as high as 15 but no higher than that i'd go to 1250 so is a so yeah, 100 bucks a month a uh, 100 bucks a week is too much that would be 20 dollars mm, yeah i think that's bordering on too much it's bordering on too much okay. 100 bucks a week for your dog how much do you love your dog i love my dog more than just below riley is your dog worth 100 bucks a week i mean yeah, yes. but, but no, but not mm-hmm. Mace, not when you can get away with $50 a week. Right. right. If I can get away with $50 a week, I would much rather do that. We have the most complicated vetting process for our dog person. She's She's got to know. It's Velma. She knows everything. She knows the dogs really well. She knows how to feed them. She knows how to give Sophie her medicine, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but it took us a long time to find that right person. And we dramatically overpay. But that's part of the deal. What do you pay? Oh God! It's probably seventy-five bucks a night when she lives in the house. Seventy-five bucks a, when she's in your own home. She lives in the house. Yeah, seventy-five bucks a night. It's a that, good deal for her. It's a good deal for her. Yeah, but it's yeah. also it's a good deal for us because we know that the dog walker or the dog person knows our dogs, so there's some security that's involved there. And then she sends us three pictures a day, so we know everything's going okay. Uh, it's worth it for for us, especially when we leave town. Okay. All right, good to know. What's up, fool? All right, so this will be the last one. Okay. Um, did you see the Instagram post from Chad Henney? So Chad Henney is the backup quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs. I and thought he just, they were going to need him yesterday. A lot of people he thought he might. He warmed up. He was warming up. And he was really good in the in the AFC Championship game in, when he played. Yes, he did. Um, so he sent an Instagram post saying, Call, calling it a career, capping off with a at Bud Light and another ring. And he's it's him holding a Bud Light. Do you have any problem with him getting his money from Bud Light for doing this, or was this a little bit kind of like, eh? So he, Bud Light paid, basically sponsored his retirement amounts. Yes. Nope. I, I have no issue with it. Good for you, Chad Henney. Um, I say make what you can. Yeah. Don't Bergman, don't you? Yes. No, absolutely. This was just a Why question. Why are you for... attacking Chad Henney for making some My money God, on his retirement I'm, I am asking checks. questions. Yeah, get them checks. Bergman. I ask questions with no thought of my own of attached to it. These are questions for you so to there's answer. There's no thought in your questions? No, there are thought in Why are you doing? <laughs> Using your words against you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Bergman, it's so sad. <laughs> by himself. For the Not going to lie, Bowl. this was an add-on question at the last second. <laughs> Alone uh, for the Super Bowl. You never. You by the way, you never mentioned what did you order. I ordered a pizza. I told you. Did that. you get one of them pizzas? It was. I, it was. Uh, I was Canadian bacon and red onion. I don't know who sponsors oh, so us now, but they've they've got those pizza gigantic hut. pizza things that you fold over pizza slices. Oh, Do you know melts. what I'm talking about? The Pizza Hut melts. Is that Pizza Hut? Yeah. Yeah. I can't keep yeah. track of the pizza stuff. Yeah, and they're but delicious. But I think those ones that fold over look really good. That's New York style. All right, uh, coming up next for you. What's Dave, up, fool? Dave McMenamin has said something that apparently is controversial. Oh, and Bergman. Gracie yeah. Hunt Uh-oh. has gone on the record with the three things you need to be her boyfriend. Mm. 
So assistant I program those. director at a radio station. Yeah, that's yep. not on the list. So I will. Well, could be. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll, I'll share what her prerequisites are next. Okay. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. Oh, Poor Bergman. Bergman.